Maybe this is why people like having accountants or financial yeah. advisors involved. There's something about that third person being in there. The, the accountability partner. Right. Same thing for like losing weight and being on a diet. Like, <laughs> ooh, if I gotta show up and like afford to somebody, I'm, I'm gonna do my stuff. Um, so it, it's been really helpful. But I think EOS is phenomenal. The the organizations who we've recommended it to yeah. and who actually implemented it, they they grow their top line faster. And they grow their profitability faster than they're growing like their top line. I mean, the percentage change is more dramatic. Yeah. Incredible results for these companies. Uh, not to mention, you know, it's also removing the business owner further and further away from some of these duties where now we're talking about on um, you know, the enterprise value growth yeah. is just just continuing to. And that's what the whole point of this thing is. I mean, I'm sure you're talking to, you know, business owners all the time, like, yeah, we want the enterprise value to grow up. Welcome to AFO Wealth Management Forward, a podcast about finance, accounting, technology, and entrepreneurship. We apply our decades worth of experience and insight into what makes businesses work so we can help others grow both personally and professionally. In this ever-evolving marketplace, we help accounting firms and financial advisors grow their practice through the adoption of holistic wealth management services. Learn from industry leaders and subject matter experts to unlock the secrets of their success. A podcast that shows people and companies the transformative power of technology so they don't fear it, but instead harness it. Don't fight the robots, team up with them. And here are your hosts, Rory Henry, Director of Business Development and CEO Rob Santos of Arrowroot Family Office. All right. Hello, everyone. I have another fantastic guest joining me today. She is a CPA. She's been recognized as a top 50 woman in accounting and was a 2022 Enterprising Woman of the Year. Uh, she is a tax strategist and accounting partner to business owners. I'm excited to have her join me today. So without further ado, let me introduce our guest, Susan Bryant. Susan, welcome to the show. Well, thanks so much for having me, Rory. I'm really excited to be here. Yes, I'm excited to have you uh, on the show. Well, can you start out here and you know give our audience a little bit of background on yourself uh, and what you do at the MB Group? Sure. So I'm probably the most unlikely accountant. <laughs> I actually have a degree in marketing. <laughs> I do Why not. Why did have you a get into accounting? <laughs> I know I'm like one of those people who was just weird uh, in college. I'm like, what is this accounting thing all about? I must learn more. So, uh, you know, it was just like, I kept taking, I just liked math. Yeah. I don't like puzzles. And I think that's what accounting is all about. So it's a big puzzle. Um, yeah. It's a giant puzzle. Um, it's just a math puzzle in a lot of cases. And yeah. now as I've sort of kind of moved into even more interesting things in my career, um, it's really fascinating to look at all the different pieces of the puzzle. You know, when mm -hmm. I started in accounting, it was just like the accounting puzzle or the <laughs> audit puzzle. And now it's like, the business owner puzzle. Yeah. So, um, at any rate, yeah, I kind of got into accounting all backwards. I did not go the big four route. I started working for a teeny tiny little firm near my house in Denton, mm -hmm. Texas. It was me and one partner <laughs> and I wore all the hats. I prepared tax returns. I, when I showed up the first day, I didn't even know what a trial balance was. <laughs> I was like, what's a trial balance? <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I've been working in public accounting. This is my 21st busy season. No way. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, we were talking uh, about it's busy season. And it's like a shootout at the OK Corral. <laughs> <You yeah. know? laughs> I feel, sometimes it feels like that. You know, I tell people all the time who are not in public accounting, like, 
people in public accounting do not do this for the money. <laughs> it, is, it is a calling. Or a glutton for punishment. Yeah, I don't know. We're, we're masochists or something. I don't know. Uh, it is definitely, um, yeah, sometimes maybe we're more, we should, you know, liken ourselves to like, in some ways, nurses or doctors, you know, we, we may not be life or death, but in some cases, yeah, it, it is, you know, major anxiety, fear, panic. I mean, it might feel like you're about to die. Yeah. But you are that doctor many times, Susan, and you do prescribe, you know, medication. Can you talk about, you know, how you're advising your business owner clients? And I and I want to dive in here because I know you're you're doing the program over at Golden Sachs, uh, and I'm interested in finding out what you're learning as you go through that. Yeah. So, wait. One thing I've learned for sure <laughs> is is that if I thought that business owners knew accounting or knew, <laughs> I mean, even what I thought that they might know. I was wrong. Yeah. It, we have to get back to basics. 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 I'm talking about basics. Yeah. How do you eat like, an elephant one bite at a time? <laughs> right. Right. It's, um, and, and they need some information on how to use reports to help them make decisions. So, mm -hmm. I mean, they, it's, they're, it's pretty novice. Like they need education in a yeah. lot of, a lot of cases. So um, it's kind of been a renewed sense of like purpose for me to hear some of these business owners who, I mean, they've got great businesses. I mean, they're, yeah. they're part of a program to help them grow. Um, they've been vetted, interviewed, they've got success under their belt. But when you start talking about accounting, it's another language. They don't have, yeah, they don't have a natural aptitude. They're just, yeah. uh, it's a, it's a scary thing. And they shut down. Like it's shut down because <laughs> yeah, it's scary for them. It's scary. It's it's more scary than I thought. So, yeah. so yeah. how are you spoon feeding that? How are you delivering that information to them? You know, one of the things the things that we're really going back to just in beginning our our service offerings is like we need to develop something to help some of these businesses at the beginning mm -hmm. of their journey of their business owner journey to really understand some of these things because otherwise they're making the costly mistakes when they come yeah. to us and they, you know, they've got a couple million yeah. dollars of yeah. revenue. <laughs> they've all, I mean, it's already slowed them down. It yeah. costs them a lot of money, um, both in taxes, wrong type of service providers, not putting in their money in the right places. I mean, like they've, they've, they've kind of squandered in some ways, some of the money that they've created in their business by not having that knowledge. So we're going to work on some, an education program. Mm -hmm. I, I now feel super passionate about this. It's just, it's got to happen. They yeah. need more information and layered on top of it. They need coaching. They need coaching. I was going to say, it's not just being a reporter. Now <laughs> we're advisors, we're coaches. You've got to <laughs> coach them. Yeah. yeah. And, and the beautiful thing is with getting the data was that we have the data. And once we can see that matrix at that oh. point, we can communicate ways to have them grow their business. 100%. But you know, I say this a lot, you know, like there's no replacement for specific advice for your specific situation. Mm -hmm. um, and there's not. Yeah. Um, but right now they're not getting that specific advice. I mean, most accountants <laughs> don't have time to deal with these tiny little micro businesses, right? <laughs> yeah. So we got to find a way to do this sort of on a mini to one level where we're bringing them in uh, much like Goldman Sachs does with the program. You're mm -hmm. in a cohort. I yeah. think there's got to be a way for us to sort of, you know, kind of maybe break some of this idea that you have to work one-on-one -on -one with an accountant and maybe bring them into sort of more a class, maybe a small group, five, seven business owners, all in the same place, dem same demographic, psychographic industry, right. something, and coach them all together. And then they can help, they can help one another too. 
Yeah. Because once, you know, once you have a group together and many of these business owners have the same issues <laughs> that they're yeah. all dealing with, right? And they can yeah. help each other solve those issues. Can you talk about some of those main problems you're seeing from the business owners out there? Yeah, for sure. Um, n- number one is just finding a reliable resource to get them information in their, like, on their accounting records every month on time. Yeah. That's the number one thing. So, you know, a lot of the quote unquote bookkeepers, there is a place for them, no doubt, but they have also taken on so much work that they are very slow to get information back to business owners, or in some cases, just they're starting to ghost them, not, not they're going non-responsive, <laughs> you know, it's that, I, this is what I tell my kids all the time, no response is a response, okay, <laughs> so that's just what they're telling, they're sending you a message when they're not responding, yeah, um, I think that's the number one, uh, number two is and we've been hearing this for a long time, but it's just, you know, you got to get past the transactional to the relational. So yep. stop trying to spend money on just a tax return. Or even if you want more from your accountant, go have a conversation. Like, hey, do you do tax planning? Do you do yeah. have advisory services? Whatever that looks like to that particular firm. I mean, it can yeah. take what a million different forms. <laughs> I know, we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, what, what does that look like? But, you know, just business owners, that's, that's the other thing is is just, minimizing taxes it's, yeah. it's just not a return is just not sufficient anymore this is it's just not good enough I mean, it's table stakes so i mean that's why i say this profession is you know ripe for you know super growth because they do have the trust of the clients and they can really provide value and savings instant tax savings uh, you know we have a family office here and we you know provide financial planning and we say hey you can in your retirement you can have you know x million million dollars but the greater value add is the tax savings in the here and now, and not paying Uncle Sam a penny more than they should. Uh, can you kind of talk about this? I know you're a tax strategist. <laughs> can you kind of talk about those tax strategies and you know showing that value to those clients and you know how beneficial it is for the client and the firm? Oh shoot! I mean, we spent so last year we we spent and every year we do this, but last year in particular we were we did tax planning from November first. To December 15th. That's all we do for a 45 day period is tax planning. In that 45 day period, we saved the clients who participated $7 million in taxes. Okay. That's just federal taxes, income yeah. taxes. Yeah. So that doesn't even count all the state, you know, the trickle down, what that mm-hmm. looks like. I mean, some of this is almost unquantifiable. Right. But these strategies range from just optimization of a qualified business income deduction. Yeah. I mean, this is basic. You would think yeah, yeah. every accountant is looking at this. But they don't. Nope. They're not optimizing it. Not happening. And even just advising clients on when to take depreciation. Like mm-hmm. I see this in a lot of instances where like somebody wants to take their tax liability to zero. Right. So maybe they're in a 20% tax effective tax rate. Right. Um, but the next year they're expecting their incomes to go up. Yeah. Why would you take would this you awesome it? deduction in a year where it's less valuable to you? Like save it. Like it's just that we're, they're not thinking. Yeah. So, I mean, those types of strategies. Well, and they might not have the, the, the whole puzzle, though. Let's go back to that puzzle, uh, yeah. Susan. A lot of those firms out here, you know, I always say, you know, we do holistic wealth management. We have a, a, our family office and we look at things holistically because one decision it can, it can affect the other. Insurance can affect your taxes. Investments are affected by taxes. So, a lot of the, um, it's these, these professions have worked in silos, you know, for, for you know, forever, right? And so yeah. it's, 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 it's crucial to really have the, the full piece of the uh, full the full puzzle so you can make sure you're understanding those different pieces and how they're connected with each other. 
Yeah, you know, I think the thing about accountants is they, they just in a lot of cases, they get so busy and so overwhelmed that right. that just takes more time. Yeah, but they're busy and overwhelmed because of the efficiency issue, right? That's true. So yeah, and the pricing. <laughs> and the pricing, right? So, I mean, so they're afraid to raise their prices. I mean, probably they have self-confidence issues, you know, they <laughs> didn't want to scare clients, but I mean, clients are going to be sensitive no matter what. I mean, yeah. that's just how it goes. I mean, they, they just are, I mean, to change to, I mean, the whole thing, but um, <laughs> you know, we got to be the, I, I've said this many times, you know, we, we as accountants, we're not really practitioners. We got to run this firm. I'm going to run our firms like businesses. Like businesses. And we have to be the best business owners. Right. We've got to be such great business owners that we have the skill set to advise other business owners. Yeah. And that's just not, I don't feel like that's the philosophy that has pervaded the thinking of public accounting for so long. It's accountants serving business owners. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this should be business owners serving business, business owners. owners. Yeah. Yeah. And how you should, how you can you advise yourself, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you doing any tax money for yourself? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we don't do that. <laughs> right. Sorry. I need to get I need to get someone else to handle that for me. I'm too busy. <laughs> I got another tax return to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. Well, let's let's talk about the subscription pricing because I know you have uh moved to that model and you're about to complete uh the monthly billing uh, implementation. Can you talk about that switch? Because that that went from you know, probably was it transactional before or what, what type of? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. you know, just like probably every other firm in America, we're like, <laughs> we were an amalgamation yeah. of a bunch of different things. Yeah. Some things would get billed monthly and it'd be like flat fee for accounting. Um, some things would be project-based and there'd be a flat fee. Some yeah. things would be a texture and flat fee one-off bills, you know, all this stuff. So, you know, we did what every um, modernized accounting firm is <laughs> doing and just kind of packaged up all of our services into the three offerings. I mean, there's nothing new about any of that. Right. I mean, that's just been talked about now forever. But we, um, but we've actually moved this mountain. Okay. So <laughs> we're talking about almost 800 clients, moving them to monthly billing. So mm -hmm. tax only work, Accounting only work, accounting and tax work combined, different packages, giving people choices. Um, we're using Ignition and it, it has been a journey. <laughs> it is, um, it's, it's actually created a lot more communication. Yeah. One of the things that we had no idea was going to happen was just um, the level of communication that was going to be spurred on with these clients. So maybe in situations where Maybe the tax preparer had a lot more interaction with the client, chatting with mm -hmm. them and stuff like that. Now it's sort of roped in other pieces and parts of the firm. And that's been really great. Yeah. You want that type of communication. You want the collaboration. Client. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and and now they're asking more questions like, oh, I didn't even know you guys could do that. Oh, that's really awesome. Oh, you have capabilities for this, that, and the other too. Fantastic. Well, what about, the, could you do this for my entity? Are you guys doing accounting <laughs> yeah. work? Like, so there's been a lot of positive things that sort of have come out of it. Um, uh, you know, I am a Ron Baker fan. That's sort of how I got started <laughs> on this journey. Um, and his book that's out now, Time's, Time's Up. up yeah. Mm -hmm. So yes, we have, we're converting everybody. We're doing value-based billing primarily, value-based pricing, I should say, yeah. with monthly billing for the majority of our clients. We do have 
four subscription clients. So, and that is literally like subscription. Yeah. So it is just a number every month and it covers literally anything and everything under the sun with some parameters that we've set forth. Like it's not going to include due diligence and like, we're not going to be, we can't be your tax attorney, you know, some yeah. things like that, but just or would be way outside the purview of what would normally be in the course of, you know. I mean, do you think you're going to eventually shift to a full subscription model? That's the goal. Yeah. That is the goal. Yeah. Um, Because one of the challenges with all this, I mean, every time we send out a, okay, you've got four entities, which just means you got four proposals and four engagement letters. Oh, those clients are like, can you just put this in one? I'm like, sure. We'd love to do a subscription <laughs> arrangement with you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, how, how does that conversation go when you, you know, are talking about shifting to, to the actual subscription? Oh, they're totally open to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, because to them, they're just simplifying. And they're so used to subscriptions. I have a Netflix subscription. I have Amazon prime subscription. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they even like the way it sounds like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm just a subscription. Like it's not even tax services anymore it's just right. subscription subscribing and at, it it changes i think for them it even changes how they feel about what it is they're paying for just because it's called something totally different yeah it's and weird. they feel comfortable right they, because they know they're they, you know they can call at any time or they can they can oh, yes know, they, it's so and then they don't call <laughs> they, can, yeah. they know they can't yeah. well, you know and so if I, they do they're not gonna get pinged with an invoice and right. frankly Oh my goodness, we don't even want to have to send the invoices, right? Yeah. Like it is administratively burdensome to have to send an invoice for two hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, I remember when we used to send invoices for like twenty five bucks. <laughs> I'm like, what was even the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> the paper. <laughs> right. By the time you mailed it, because it was like everything yeah. got mailed back. Right. Then. That was silly. <laughs> That's too yeah. funny. Well, let's talk about uh, your EOS system. So uh, it's the employee operating, I'm sorry, the entrepreneurial operating system, correct? I know you yeah. have implemented that at your firm. I'm interested to hear because I know you, you have it at your firm and you're probably advising the firms that you work with as well with many of the tenants. Yeah. Uh, so we tried to self-implement um, EOS for a long time. Got introduced to, to Traction through Vistage. I was a member yeah. of Vistage. Loved learning all about it. And I'm like, oh, I can do this. No problem. <laughs> Let's get this started in an organization. We got it. Everybody's reading what the heck is EOS. And, you know, had really a couple, few people here who were really sort of like gung-ho on, yeah. on it. Really the advocates. <laughs> They're like, you got to do this. Yeah. And, <laughs> I watched and, the mini video. We need the 90 minute consultation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, And then the reality of actually implementing some of the things yeah. is hard. So we hired an implementer and that has been a game changer for us. Like, it's amazing how much we have gotten done in the last, oh, I don't know, four or five months um, working with an implementer than the last 12 months trying to do it ourselves. It's just, I don't know, something about third person being involved. And maybe this is why people like having accountants or financial advisors involved. There's something about that third person being in there. The, the accountability partner, right. the same thing for like losing weight and being on a diet. Like, ooh, if I gotta show up and like report to somebody, I'm, I'm gonna do my stuff. Um, so it, it's been really helpful. But I think EOS is phenomenal. the The organizations who we've recommended it to yeah. and who actually implemented it, they they grow their top line faster, and they grow their profitability 
faster than they're growing like their top line. I mean, the percentage change is more yeah. dramatic. Incredible results for these companies. Uh, not to mention, you know, it's also removing the business owner further and further away from some of these duties where now we're talking about on you know the enterprise value growth yeah. is just just continuing to and that's what the whole point of this thing is. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> you're talking to you know business owners all the time, like, yeah, we want the enterprise value to grow up so you can sell it one day or transition <laughs> or however, yep. so you can re- you can retire and be free from everything, right? You're yes. financially time free, the whole thing free. Um, so why would you not want that for yourself? So I really feel like US for a lot of people is a pathway. I just think that a lot of, I mean, like to me, there's just like no original thought. Everybody's already yeah. funked everything that's ever going to be funked for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless it's maybe technology. Or it's no. just packaged differently. Yeah. <laughs> so like why recreate the wheel? It's already been yeah. done. Just take this system and implement it. And somebody else has already taken all these great ideas from strategic coaching, good to great, built right. to last, and blah, 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 all these good, <laughs> like, follow the system like make it easy if i had known about this a decade ago i would have been all over it all over it all over it well it's this funny because you brought up the point of letting go um and many of the business owners don't want to let go you know working on clients files and they you know they they are they want to grow their business but uh, they always say they don't, they don't have enough time so it's always like hey you know, I want to work uh, on my business, but I'm working in my business. Can you yeah. talk about like let's the, the letting go portion? I know it's so hard for people, but letting go and delegating and the fruits of that. Yeah, maybe you have to reach some sort of level of exhaustion, yeah. frustration, <laughs> rock bottom. I don't know. <laughs> Is it emotional breakdown? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, or some combination thereof, just and combined with. I, maybe it's personal burnout. Maybe, I mean, yeah. and I think a lot of CPAs probably get there really fast. You know, it's it's tough. You are getting pinged. It's coming from all the directions. Yeah. Um, And I know I live, I live that, you know, yeah. I get it. Accounting questions coming at me, tax questions, practice management, new clients, sales questions. I mean, like, <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're kind of like, is, is it like a, and I just feel like you're just like paintball or something. You're just yeah. <laughs> rapid fire um and you just and you can't escape it like and you can't even hide on the weekends it's still <laughs> there's there is no hiding there is no hiding. um but i do think that um one of the great things about implementing something like eos and creating this management structure yeah is that now you're creating a system by which people are not going directly to you they're, they're going, going to, to the, the managers yes so you're creating this like i don't know buffer yeah. And you're redirecting everybody. No, no, go back to the manager. Go go back down. Don't come to me. Um, and just making it really clear, like that's I'm unless you've gone to the manager first and the manager's cleared you coming to me, like don't because you gotta give those people. I mean, I was just having a conversation with somebody who did exactly one of my staff who did that today. Like just went around the manager and came straight to me. I was like, <laughs> I want to help you, I want to give you the answer. So it's my job to guide, yes. direct, mentor you, coach you, yes. do everything I can. And she said, well, but I figured, you know, since you had the relationship with the client and I was like, well, I really want our director of that department to build those relationships. And if, if you direct her, if you're sending the question to me, then she'll never have an opportunity to build that relationship, which means the client will always come to me. So we really have to just, re- it's retraining. Yeah. And you know, mo- most of like our firm, I mean, we were 18 people you know, two and a half years ago. 
and now we're 45. Yeah. <laughs> People remember <laughs> back then, like, oh, it was. They so can always knock on the door, Susan. Yeah. And <laughs> so I think a lot of these accountants, you know, we're, we've sort of created our our own because we don't have that clear chain of command. Yeah. And it's not outlined and people don't know and they don't understand how it kind of pulls you back into those things. They're not really thinking about it. Then every business owner is getting drugged back down into that muck. It's pulling you down into the details when you got to stay high levels. You got to be elevating yourself into that executive position, the CEO, the, and say, I'm sure rainmaker sales, right? That's the, (laughs) and maybe, maybe to some degree, some of the high level client stuff, strategy pieces, right? Where you're helping them cast a financial vision. But I don't think in a lot of cases, the, the employees, you know, our, our team just aren't thinking about that. And we just, we had to remind them, we're going to yeah. retrain, them. unlearn, relearn. Unlearn, relearn. I like it. And you have a recipe for success on your website. Uh, can you talk about that? I, I, I think I downloaded it one time. And is it that one pager that you showed me, Susan? Yeah, well, it's a, a little booklet that I wrote. Yeah. Um, you know, it was like one of those things where I'm like, I'm going to write something and it just <laughs> came out, you know, it just comes right out of you. You're in um, flow. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was when I was in the flow state, right? That does not happen all the time. Because <laughs> you got everybody asking you questions about tax and accounting. <laughs> right. And marketing and sales. Exactly. I am in my flow state. Please. I'm in my flow state. Just one second. Just one Go second. to the system. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Go to the manager. Go to yeah. the director. Um, so that. You know, when I really started thinking about all the different things that we do and why we do them and how we do them, it it dawned on me that we really do have to have a clear, um, uh, I don't know, list of ingredients and a recipe to follow in order to make sure we're yielding the type of entree, dessert, whatever it is you are trying to get out of your business. I mean, we're all, you know, the makers of our own destiny, right? Um, But I think from an accounting perspective, we have to make sure we're delivering three core things to every client because otherwise they're missing pieces and it just doesn't, I mean, it, it, the cake it doesn't, just taste doesn't, good. It doesn't taste good. It doesn't come out right. And that really is accounting piece. I'm, I feel very, very strongly that there's not enough accountants who are focused on helping their clients with accounting, accounting, every business begins and ends with a foundation. It's a foundation. Debits and credits. <laughs> Every business decision results in an accounting transaction. I yes. mean, it is the whole organization is just tethered together with accounting. I mean, I just saw on Facebook, yeah, or no, LinkedIn yesterday. Yeah. Um, and I think it was Ed Kless who commented on it. Like, when's the LinkedIn of the day? Was um this organization that had just switched to like a NetSuite and mm-hmm. they had like a RIP QuickBooks. Uh, we had like a oh, little the, I saw that the funeral, the, yeah, the funeral for QuickBooks. <laughs> and you know, um that that really just you know got me to thinking like, I mean, the whole organization was impacted by that change from one accounting system to the other accounting system. This is not just like, oh yeah, we're gonna switch. I mean, it's it's a major ordeal. That's how big a deal accounting really needs to be viewed. It's just it just has to be like that. And then of course the tax piece. I mean, you got to pay taxes, right? Yeah. You got to do the pending. All that pieces are so important. Be strategic. Work with your financial advisor, right? You, yeah. you guys are such an incredible piece of that. Well, if the tax have- is what really impacts everything: in state planning, insurance, life insurance, <laughs> investments, right? It it really impacts everything. 
everything. Absolutely everything. Yeah. I mean, estate taxes, especially. Yeah. We had a guy who came to us not too long ago and I've been trying to help like, bring him on board. And I know he's reluctant because he's never really worked with an accountant like us before. Yeah. Only ever had a tax preparer. But um, when he came to us, I mean, his net worth is way over. I mean, uh, you know, 10, <laughs> ten times. He needs a crap. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He needs a lot of help. Yeah. And, you know, it's really, you know, it's really hard to say to somebody, like, if anything happens to you right now, yeah. like your kids are going to have to liquidate every piece of every marketable security you have yep. to just, you know, pay the tax on all of the illiquid assets. That is, that's, that's sad. Yeah. Me to think about. So that's a lot of money. <laughs> so it's so funny that you say that, Susan, because. You know, what I always say, the debits and credits are, are the start or, you know, the, the, what people have the, as far as the foundation. But in the end, it's really planning for unforeseen circumstances or someone's death and that, have that estate plan. Um, so having that estate plan put in place, the guardianship, right, the trust put in place, then also the, the life insurance. So it's the health of the uh, of the client. And then you look at investments and taxes. And at that point, you know, eventually it gets down to the debits and credits. But really, people should be planning for those unforeseen circumstances for, you know, an untimely death. And that's what we have is our, our family offices in holistic wealth management, our holistic family office advice is really ensuring that we take care of the estate, uh, have the life insurance put in place and, and the financial plan and the taxes being taken care of and, and the accounting work done. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's really making sure that because uh, 60% of the population uh, doesn't have an estate plan. Yeah. It's shocking, right? Or a proper estate plan or up to date estate plan. Shocking. I mean, yeah. if this is a hope for the best, plan for the worst, <laughs> for the worst. Is what we should be doing, but it's just hope for the best and then nothing. <laughs> Why did nothing? <laughs> and then blank. Right. But, you know, the sad part is that so many of these people who are the people who are the survivors are now left with. Impact. A giant mess, administrative mess, yeah. right? I mean, things stuck Probate. in the courts, tied up, money they <laughs> right. can't get to, right? Tax liabilities. Yeah. And then they're grieving at the same time. I yeah. mean, I was introduced to a business owner not too long ago who's um, her husband owned a business. Um, she worked with him, did some marketing stuff on the side. He passed away unexpectedly. Yeah. No life insurance. No life insurance. She had to take over the business and she's trying to keep it afloat, but, you know, they're customers. Some of their customers left because he wasn't there anymore. Yep. I mean, he was the primary face, and I mean, it's created a huge burden on this on this woman. Yeah. Um, so why and, it's so important to have those buy sell agreements for those partners and and so and buy uh, those businesses. So it's looking at, and I know you do it over there, Susan. Looking at things holistically. Yeah. Well, you know, we we like to make sure we're bringing in the right partners. Right. I, I, I mean, like you said, I mean, we look through a lens. Um, I, I like to think of this as like the, um, you know, that movie National Treasure, the one with Nicolas Cage, yes. where, where they have like the different little Benjamin Franklin glasses and they can yes. see different parts of the treasure map. Yes. I feel like that is the how it works with like what you guys see and how, what you're looking at and what we're looking at when the state planning attorney is looking at sometimes yeah. even the insurance specialists, the right. um, deferred comp specialist. Yeah. I mean, there are so many different ways we need to be slicing and dicing and looking and evaluating. I mean, there, one person can't know all of those things. Yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, 
Sorry, uh, we'll we'll edit that out. Um, and you know, I agree, Susan, and that's why I think the CPAs out there and those listening are uniquely positioned to really be that quarterback to provide those those uh, introductions or those referrals and bringing those parties together to to better serve the business needs and the personal financial needs of the client. Yeah, I think CPAs. Um, I think CPAs are more than equipped. They know all these they people. They know it already. all. They They're know there. it all. I they mean, know it they, all. They know the people. <laughs> they know the and the right people. And they and they've worked with them. They can actually. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind that if you are a practicing accountant, right, and you have been working with a series of professionals who are, you know, whether it's financial advisor, estate plan attorney, I mean, anything, even down to like the right payroll service, right? you know who is good and who is not good. You've right. already, you know who to send business to. I think in a lot of cases, you know, accountants don't like conflict. And I think we just got to, we got to, you have to learn how to broach those conversations in the right way. Like, yeah. It's okay if you've outgrown this person. Kind of understand if you have an emotional attachment to the yes. guy who's been doing your life insurance for the right. last decade. But what's more important to you? Your and allegiance your to this yeah. individual or taking care? Yeah, taking take care, care of your, your family. family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, well, so I haven't I haven't announced it yet, but I'll do it now, Susan. I'm writing a book, oh. a holistic guide to wealth management for accounting professionals, which is basically. <laughs> But putting together the solution to be able to offer these services, uh, whether it's in collaboration with a wealth manager or bringing in this uh, these services in-house. Awesome. This is going to be like the EOS yes. for accountants to yes. offer this type of service. Like, yes. Yes. Thank you. This is yeah. a huge value add for CPAs. You, you got a system now to follow. Exactly. I, I can't wait to read your book. It's the family office system. Well, we'll get you in the book because I'm getting so I've had so many great uh, people on the podcast from wealth management uh, side, as well as the accounting side. So I'm getting luminaries to actually contribute to the book. And Susan, I'd love to have you as part of the book as well. Oh my gosh. Well, I would be honored. That's fantastic. Thank <laughs> I mean, you, Rory. You're, you're doing great stuff. Yes. You're a luminary. I, I see you as a luminary. So I think you'd be great for the book. Oh, well, awesome. Well, I certainly hope to, you know, <laughs> I say around here, we're on three missions. The first is our core business mission. We got to make money, right? Yeah. You got to do it. But the second, the second mission is, is we have to transform this industry. Yep. It is up to us. We yes. have to do it. We have to, and I want to be, I want our firm to be the model for what a CPA firm should look like and act like, how we serve our customers, the experience we offer to people, our staff, and like the whole thing. Like, um, so I think, and I think we, I think we are obligated yeah. as the fierce defenders of our profession to do that. <laughs> the fierce defenders of the profession. I, I was speaking to one of the leaders in the wealth management side and uh, getting him to contribute to the book. And we talked about there's only a third of the population that has a financial advisor, but everybody's got to file their taxes. So whether you're, you're wealthy or you're wealth seeking, you know, you should have a plan put in place to really help your family out and grow your business. Well, I, you know, I'm surprised by the number of people who come in here. And even if they've had a business, they still don't have a financial advisor. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, okay, I'm all about growing your business. I think it is a fabulous idea. But you cannot put all your eggs in that basket. Yeah. It is just, I mean, you just can't do it. You have yeah. got to, I mean, at least save something for in a 401k, at least pull a little bit of money outside of that. At least make sure you've got the insurance piece covered. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you you just can't neglect yourself 
for the business. I mean, this is, this is like a mom thing where it's like, <laughs> I'll just give up myself to take care of my children. Yeah. Like you, you're not a martyr for the business, you know, I don't know. It's just, it does not have to be that way. It doesn't. So I, you know, I've got it. I always talk to people like, even if you don't have a ton of investable assets right now, you still need a financial plan. Yeah. You still need to work with someone, um, you know, that, that has that mindset that, and I think that will be really awesome for you to help um, CPAs to really start asking those questions yeah. like that. Because those questions have to be asked and those estate plans and proper insurance needs to be in place, right? It's a must. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right, Susan, thank you so much for joining me. This has been a very lively conversation. You are awesome. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to share with our audience? Well, just if anybody's interested in contacting me or connecting, I love to talk to other accountants. I love to encourage them and support them. Always happy to be a resource. So just hit me up on LinkedIn, Susan Bryant, CPA, CTC, and always, always, uh, always a pleasure to see you, Rory, and yes. chat with you. Thank you. Yes, Susan. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. You too. All opinions expressed by Rob Santos and Rory Henry on this website podcast interview are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Arrowroot Family Office LLC or their parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by anyone as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of their opinions. Past performance is not indicative of future results.